All right, we are live. Welcome. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into this show, right? Okay, it's Friday night. I apologize. I wasn't able to uh, go on live last week. We had a really bad storm going through. If you're anywhere in the United States, it just hit you in the last couple of days. That nor'easter that, that slammed you guys on the East Coast a couple of days ago was slammed us on the West Coast last week first. So I was having power outage problems over here, um, you know, intermittent, uh, so I didn't have any idea. So I didn't go live on my Tuesday show, and I didn't do it on Friday. I probably could have got away with Friday, but it was you know, it was still storming, but it, we didn't lose power. But I didn't know that wasn't going to happen because we were off and on, off and on, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So, you know. So I thought it was going to happen Friday, too, but it didn't. So I didn't do that. But I did get back on the air this week, and we are going to do Law of One, right? Uh, so I just wanted to uh, let you guys know that I, I apologize for that. I do know that you and appreciate you guys out there. I keep track of the numbers, and I look at all these different uh, states and in different places around the world uh, all the time. So I do track you guys. I know who, who you are that listen and what states you Some surprising states that I didn't think people would be listening. But then again, when I do the... Um, the uh, <clears throat> Orion Rising News, that's when I pick up states like Wisconsin and, and uh, Florida and Texas and uh, New York and New Jersey and uh, Michigan and stuff like that. And so um, just, you know, the main states, just so you guys know, I appreciate you guys listening. Washington State, uh, you know, that, that's crazy. Those of you guys in the, in the uh, inside of America there, what they call the flyover states, I don't fly over yet. Right. I appreciate you guys. I lived in Arizona for a while. I just came back to get my mom in California and haven't left yet, but I'll be moving out of this state as soon as I can. Right. I don't want to get involved in politics, but not on this show. But uh, you guys should tune in. I just got uh, some really good information that has come in the last couple of days that I'll be talking about, but not today. Today is the law of one. Okay, so you guys will probably hear about it before I go live with it. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. We'll see. Maybe I'll come back live later on tonight and then put it back out there for you guys just so we can talk about it. But uh in the interim, with with everything that's going on, you know, I want to do the law of one. So, you know, this is information that everybody needs to have out there uh, that uh, is not unique to me telling it, and nor is it unique to the ideology, right? Maybe I can turn my camera on there. I have the darn thing racked up there. So there I am. No mistake. Shaved off my beard. For those of you who uh, didn't last week, I didn't go live, but I didn't shave it off. Then I shaved it off right after that, I believe it was. Um, so I had that big, long beard uh, that I had been, it grew six months. I, I grew it for six months without shaving. Uh, the only part I shaved was, was down here underneath uh, on my neck. That was it. So for those of you who are watching or listening, I should say, on the MP3 podcast uh, version of this, you guys don't see my face anyways. But for those of you who watch the MP4 file or watch me live, uh, welcome. And share this out. <coughs> share this out. Share this out. Share this out. It is Friday. I'm going to share it out as well. And we'll get started. We're on 87, uh, um, uh, Law of One um, Session 87, Channeling Session 87, question number 21, but I'm going to go back to 20 and play that uh, first because 21 pertains to 20. And so if you didn't catch the last show, you'll be kind of confused with what is he talking about right here, right? So, um, uh, Julie, welcome. Share this out. <clears throat> Everybody, like I said, share it out. Get it out there to the world. I'm going to share it out as well, and then we'll go ahead and, and start over here. Or maybe I'll start, and then I can share it out while you guys don't have to see me looking at my phone, right? So let's go over here into the uh, mode here that you see the studio on Facebook. But we'll go over here to Yahoo, right? And you guys will see that there. 
I'll go into full screen and we'll go ahead and play this. So this is uh, videos that RLL Research approved, and this group, uh, this channel, uh, Maffy Moose, uh, has been kind enough to keep these up for me and allow me to use them. Uh, and you guys can also go to uh, here and watch these as well without me. But I do this for for the being able to interpret or give one perspective thereof, uh, the interpretation of what Raw is talking about and uh, what uh, what uh, Dawn is asking questions. Uh, because I think it's very important because of the way they speak. They speak like, you know, like Sheldon, like a nuclear physicist. And it's a good thing that I am or would have been, but I decided not to work for them. Uh, so I'm able to understand um, what exactly. I can turn my mic down. My microphone, for some reason, is working good again. does that weird thing. Then all of a sudden uh, something changes and I, I'm turning it down a little bit because it's actually pegging out the, de the decibels into the red. So the reverb, if you guys have your sound up too high. Um, I have to do that with that song that was playing. I have to turn that down, and then I have to turn the sound board back up for that microphone uh, to play raw because raw is softer spoken. So that's weird that uh, this is the first time I've ever been uh, with this microphone plugged into this computer, been able to put this thing into the red <laughs> with me talking. So don't know what changed, but it seems to be working better. That's weird how it does that sometimes. I don't unplug it. If I unplug it and plug it back in, well, last time I did that, it made it work better. So it's the, it's the jack. I know that. It's an older jack on this computer. Okay, so <clears throat> so without further ado, I'm not going to spend too much time. Like I normally spend 10, 15 minutes yakking. It's already been six. So let me go over here and go into full screen, and uh, we'll uh, just uh, run with this, right? All right, so here we go. Let's check it out. This is a little bit blurry, this this episode, for some reason. Uh, it, it, it was enhanced more so uh, than other ones. They had zoomed in on it to make it bigger, I think. And it made it a little bit blurry. So if you see it a little bit blurry on your screen, that's not my equipment. That's this actual video. If you go watch the video on YouTube, you'll see what I'm talking about. Um, but I, I think it either fixes itself or in the next video, it's it's not. And I remember there was a few videos that were like this where they, I don't know if they, their computer did it. It doesn't matter, right? But I didn't do it. It's not my equipment. It's doing that. Here we go. Question 87.20. Questioner, before the veil there was knowledge of the bulb lighting technique, shall we say. After the veil some experiments created a bulb lighting, some resulted in no bulb lighting. Other than the fact that information was not available on methods of lighting the bulb, was there some root cause of the experiments that resulted in no bulb lighting? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 87.21. Questioner. What was this root cause? Answer, I am Ra. The root cause of blockage is the lack of the ability to see the other self as the creator, or to phrase this differently, the lack of love. Question 87.22. Questioner, in our particular illusion the sexual potential for the male seems to peak somewhere prior to the age 20 and the female's peak is some 10 years later. What is the cause of this difference in peaking sexual energy? Answer, I am Ra. We must make clear distinction between the yellow ray, third density, chemical bodily complex and the body complex which is a portion of the mind, body, spirit complex. The male, as you call this polarity, has an extremely active yellow ray desire at the space-time in its incarnation when its sperm is the most viable and full of the life-giving spermato. Thusly the red ray seeks to reproduce most thickly at the time when this body is most able to fulfill the red ray requirements. 
the yellow ray, chemical body complex of the female, as you call this polarity, must needs have a continued and increasing desire for the sexual intercourse for it could only conceive once in one 15 to 18 month period, given that it carries the conceived body complex, bears it, and suckles it. This is training to the physical body of yellow ray. To compensate for this the desire increases so that the yellow ray body is predisposed to continue in sexual congress, thus fulfilling its red ray requirement to reproduce as thickly as possible. The more, shall we say, integral sexuality or polarity of the body complex, which is a portion of the mind, body, spirit complex, does not concern itself with these yellow ray manifestations but rather follows the ways of the seeking of energy transfer and the furthering of aid and service to others or to the self. Question 87.23. Questioner, in addition, why is the ratio of male to female orgasms so heavily loaded on the side of the male? Answer, I am Ra. We refer now to the yellow ray, physical body or, if you will, body complex. At this level the distinction is unimportant. The male orgasm which motivates the sperm forward to meet its ovum is essential for the completion of the red ray desire to propagate the species. The female orgasm is unnecessary. Again, as mind, body, spirit complexes begin to use the sexual energy transfer to learn, to serve, and to glorify the one infinite creator the function of the female orgasm becomes more clear. Question 87.24. Questioner, what was this ratio before the veil? Answer, I am Ra. The ratio of male to female orgasms before the veil was closer to one to one by a great deal as the metaphysical value of the female orgasm was clear and without shadow. Question 87.25. Questioner, is it meaningful to give this ratio in early fourth density and if so, would you do that? Answer, I am Ra. In many ways it is quite meaningless to speak of orgasm of male and female in higher densities as the character and nature of orgasm becomes more and more naturally a function of the mind, body, spirit complex as a unit. It may be said that the veil in fourth density is lifted and the choice has been made. In positive polarities true sharing is almost universal. In negative polarities true blockage so that the conqueror obtains orgasm, the conquered almost never is almost universal. In each case you may see the function of the sexual portion of experience as being a most efficient means of polarization. Question 87.26 So at this point I don't know if there's anything that needs to be interpreted. It's kind of uh, self-interpretive uh, at this point, with, I think. But it does have to, some. I should say something about the chakra points and how what he's talking about there. So you have to understand that um, if you don't know the chakra points and what they mean and what they represent, then you might be a little confused right there. But uh, but the, the sexual energy usually starts at the yellow and then moves up through the, the green into, the, you know, the blue and the green and stuff like that. That depends on how intense your love is. But the sexual desire itself is in the yellow chakra. Um, uh, and so it's in that yellow spectrum. So you have to understand that everything has to do with harmonics in the universe. Everything. There is nothing in the universe that is not vibrating and making a sound. Everything makes a sound. You even make a sound, okay? So everything has a resonance, and it has to do with harmonics. So everything is music. The universe is music. So people uh, often say, you know, about us, us humans and our, our affinity for music. Why are we so 
obsessed with uh, harmony because that is the universe. Everything has a sound. And if you go back and look at my archives, you can see that we did a show. I don't know if it was Omar's um, uh, Watchers Talk, Watchers Talk, um, their anniversary or Orion Rising's anniversary. And it might have been in both, but Omar played the actual sounds recorded by NASA and, and other groups around the world of our planets and our solar system. So you could actually hear their harmonic resonance, right? And it's being, they broadcast basically on a radio frequency. We all do. Okay, so everything has, uh, including sexual energy, everything, my words, my actions, my movements, everything has a vibration and it causes a vibration. So that then everything that I say, like I'm saying now, goes through this electronic device, comes out your electronic device, and is now manipulating the air in the, so you hear my voice. That gets into your head, and it, you know, so here you have the ripple effect, right? You have the ripple effect uh, going out into the universe, and then you're hearing what I have to say, and you're thinking about it, so it's changed you. Do you understand? And you, when you hear uh, like Raw speaking or, or the computer speaking for Raw and for uh, Don the Questioner, it's the same thing. So we all affect a butterfly effect. We all affect one another uh, constantly with everything. We always, and then we change everything slightly by doing so. Okay. This is one of the problems in science that the that these physicists have an issue with, and they're not quite sure why. Uh, is that when you try to track a particle from one place to another, it changes the, tra the, the uh, trajectory slightly of that particle. If you don't do that and you just track it from, one, well, let's say, point A to point B, uh, beginning to end of your test, it, you'll have a different outcome. Why is that? Because just the very fact of you taking a picture of it means that you have to illuminate it with light. That is energy, so it changes its course. Okay, that seems very simple to my mind, but to their minds in science, the, the last I heard hadn't really figured that out and, and, and looked at that. Also, you know, they, they don't understand. I think some of them are starting to get the idea in their head that even light is a liquid. Everything is <clears throat> a liquid or a gas. We say solid par particles, but those particles are just more dense. They need to understand that. They need to figure that out. And once they figure that out and, and open their mind and expand their mind, they'll do better. I've, I've, you know, when I was 18 years old, I was going to prove Einstein wrong. I don't know if I've talked. I have talked about this on the show. And my my uh, buddy, who is still friends, my lifelong friends, um, the, the two, two guys that I met when I was in my teenage years prior to that, uh, worked together with them in different places. Their father, who was a, a lifer in the Navy, I uh, was a very smart man. I didn't realize that 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 physics was his major in college, which it was my major in college as well, by the way. And um, I didn't know that, and I was just getting into college, taking the physics. And I said that, and he goes, "What? How do you? How are you going to prove that Einstein was wrong? And about what?" And I said, "Well, first of all, about nothing. Uh, nothing can go backwards in time, and nothing can move faster than the speed of of, of light." I said, those two are, are wrong, definitely. And a few other things. And he said, really? Okay, so, you know, 
give me your wisdom and explain it. So I did. I, went, I started talking to him. We had uh, about an hour conversation, and he would ask questions, and I would answer him with what my theory was and what I thought. And at the end of it, he actually said, I'm not going to get into that, right, because if I do get into that, then somebody is going to actually steal it from me. I had, a, I had an idea. Um, well, let me tell you what he said first. At the end of that, he said, you know what, that's very compelling, and you might actually be right. That's what he said. He says, just for you, from what you said to me, I would have to do some research because I think you might be right. And I said, well, I haven't done the research myself, so I can't say that I am, but this is what I, what I postulate. And he said, agreed. <laughs> he says, wow, I thought you were just some dumb kid, you know, uh, a friend of my, my sons. I'm like, your sons aren't dumb either. <laughs> we have these conversations all the time. And so and he's like, well, they are our kids, so they should be smarter than they act, you know. And I said, I'm smarter than I act. He said, yes, you are. And I said, uh, you know, we act stupid because we're teenagers. But the truth is, you know, we, we ponder this stuff. So he that was he, his changing of his mind towards uh, us kids being kids and seeing us for the first time as growing men. Um, so while not too long after that, I was in college and I wrote a paper for my government class and I and I called it uh, Who Watches the Watchers? And. Uh, I used to have this and I used to keep it. I got a B minus on it, which I didn't like, but my teacher graded in a bell curve, right? And because I didn't have uh, an appendix to show my work right away and had to add it after he graded it, he wouldn't give me the A. Right? So he said, where's your proof? I don't see any proof here. So I said, well, I looked it all up. He says, you didn't add it here. If you're going to do this, and he was teaching me, if you're going to do this, you're going to do any kind of dissertation and you, you have to show your proof. You have to show where you looked stuff up. And I said, oh yeah, I didn't even think about putting it in here. So I did. Went back and got all the information from all the books that I had read and, and, and you know, literally gave the little asterisk here and the quote there and number that and all this. And then revitalized it and gave it to him, but he didn't change my grade because he said I should have done it and I should have known that and done it to begin with. And he said, yeah, it was, he was right. It was a good teaching moment so I didn't I didn't complain about that but it talked about everything in fact if History Channel made a documentary out of it okay somebody stole that whether it was the teacher or someone in the class listening or recording somebody took that and somehow it ended up in the hands of, of someone who ended up making it for the History Channel and they didn't even change the name of it you can look it up and the History Channel has a, a video called who watches the watchers and that entire thing they 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 literally put visuals to what I said and didn't change what I wrote but I can't prove that now because it was on my yacht when I um when I sold my yacht and when I moved over here to take care of my mother and I didn't I didn't get it was in my briefcase and I didn't get my briefcase right so this the skipper who, who took control of my yacht either threw out my briefcase or opened it and, and kept in the, any of the value valuables that were in there and got rid of all my documentation I lost a lot of paperwork licenses I had to reapply my birth certificate I still haven't gotten that yet um, many licenses uh, that I had to reapply for because uh, of that some that I, I can't get back because I'm no longer certified but I had the license to do those things so um, it was just you know like when you get a license it's just something you put on your wall as a resume or you put it in a resume I've been certified for this and that and that and this and this and that over my lifetime for the things that I've done <clears throat> right and you know when I do that and I list that for people they're like are you serious I'm like no I'm not lying to you I'm not making this up I have the actual here's all the actual licenses you can see that I was certified in these things and they're like my god you know um, and then you know like I told the psychic one time that I cook and she's like of course you cook and I was like what do you mean by that and, and I'm like it did it sound like I was bragging and she's like no because truthfully people if you ever saw Buckaroo Banzai 
the movie, people, I wanted to be like that. So I, when I was a kid, Buckaroo Banzai came out. I was like 16, 17 or something when it came out. I wanted to be like Buckaroo Banzai. He did everything. He knew everything, and he had all these certificates. He was a brain surgeon. I didn't want to be a brain surgeon, but I wanted to be a, a, an astrophysicist and a nuclear physicist and a person, you know, one of those guys that works on the rockets and, you know, works on the space shuttles and stuff like that. And, and um, so I got certified for everything. <laughs> I just wanted to. So now I have this long list. I just don't like I don't tell everybody all the time. So it's not on my site that I have this and this and this and this and this and that. But when they come up, uh, then I say that, you know, to people like, oh, I, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm clergy. Yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a uh, Christian minister. You know, then they're like, oh, well, and I was knighted by the Holy Roman Catholic Church. What? Yeah, no, I was, I was knighted. I'm a, I'm a monk there uh, and, a, and a clergy there as well. But I can't be a, you have to be a father, so you have to go to their seminary. I didn't go to their seminary, but I did, I did go to the uh, Universal Life Church in Phoenix, Arizona and got my uh, my uh, um, uh, credentials. But I'm also, you know, a Jedi Knight in the in New Zealand, in the in the Jedi tem, uh, Temple, uh, the Jedi School in uh, New Zealand, which is an actual uh, religion, by the way. I would also hold the Merlin title if I were uh, a druid because I have been given all of the I've been given the title by my father, but I don't practice as a as like I do with Christianity. I don't really practice that anymore either. Okay, so let's continue here. But see, that's just me bragging now. But I wanted to talk about the chakras and the and the points and the energy and how everything is uh, has energy and everything is vibrating. All right, so here we go. Let's continue here. Questioner: In our illusion, we have physical definitions for possible transfers of energy. We label them as the conversion of potential to kinetic or kinetic to heat and examine this with respect to the increasing entropy. When we speak of sexual energy transfers and other more basic forms of energy I am always at a loss to properly use, you might say, the terms since I am not understanding, and possibly can't understand, the basic form of energy that we speak of. However, I intuit that this is the energy of pure vibration, that is, at the basic level of our illusion, that vibration between the space and time portion of the space-time continuum and yet somehow is transferred into our illusion in a more basic form than that. Could you expand on this area for me, please? Answer, I am Ra. Yes. Question 87.27. Questioner. Again, I love it. Yes. He answers that. See, that, that kind of explains to you right there uh, what I was talking about, why I went off onto that tangent about all the energy and everything, and he kind of talked about it and said he didn't really understand it. See, and, and I do understand exactly what Ra is saying. That's because I have more knowledge about the chakras and all of that being brought up in an Eastern uh, way of thinking, like the Druid way and the Wiccan ways, that anybody who's worked with magic, you understand that. And then if not, you get into the Eastern philosophies further East, Buddhism and all that, Taoism and all that, then you, you'll understand then. You start to understand about the chakras. So I have, because of, I've, I've studied every religion on the planet, and, and I used to have every single uh, Talmud from every uh, religion, but again, those were also on my yacht, and I didn't re get those back. Um, so so I don't have those, I have to recollect them. So the, so the knowledge that I draw on is a world-encompassing in almost every religion on the planet and, and uh, extensive. So that's one of the reasons why I do this as well and also talk about spirituality because um, the, you know, the Orthodox religions uh, have been corrupted. That You can still go to these places and, and just ignore the corruption that you might find and, and still be a good person and still make it you know, to your version of heaven um, and you know, graduate from, from this college that we're in. 
you can still do that, and it doesn't matter. You don't have to even believe in God. You don't have to believe in any uh, external powers. You just have to choose whether you're a good person or a bad person, and ultimately that's all there is to do here. Okay, but there are some people who who need to have a box to go to uh, to be around people to stay. It's just like somebody who has a drug drug addiction. Some people can get off of drugs and don't need anyone's help. Other people can never get off of drugs and other people still need help. And so they go to meetings. And even then, some people can go to meetings a few times and be done with it, not have to do it. Others have to continue going to these meetings over and over and over to make sure they stay on the straight and narrow. So that has the same thing to do with. Uh, everything has the same thing to do with all these religions. So I don't choose to uh, go currently to a box to preach, or I could be a pastor at a church and have my own congregation. I don't do that. I Mine is worldwide. My congregation is all of you that listen to me, all of you that find me, and all of you that might find my words compelling. So this is my church. My church is the internet, right? And I call my church Orion Rising, right? So that's where I choose to to um, pontificate. Okay, so he just explained the energy that I went on that tangent to explain, right? And I was explaining why my energy is where it is and why I do what I do, which has to do with that, right, what he just said. If you go back and listen to what or I say he, uh, that's that's wrong, wrongful they or all is a hive mind complex. It's an entire species thinking is one. So that's what they're saying there uh, you, on a small. He's talking about it in a sexual way. But if you expand and extrapolate out from that to everything or even to smaller things, that is how it all works, period, is my point. And that's why I was talking about the other crap that I was just talking about that had nothing to do with the law of one. Would you do that? Answer, I am Ra. You are correct in assuming that the energy of which we speak in discussing sexual energy transfers is a form of vibratory bridge between space-time and time-space. Although this distinction is not apart from that which follows, that which follows may shed light upon that basic statement. Due to the veiling process the energy transferred from male to female is different than that transferred from female to male. Due to the polarity difference of the mind, body, spirit complexes of male and female the male stores physical energy, the female mental and mental emotional energy. When third density sexual energy transfer is completed the male will have offered the discharge of physical energy. The female is, thereby, refreshed, having far less physical vitality. At the same time, if you will use this term, the female discharges the efflux of its stored mental and mental emotional energy thereby offering inspiration, healing, and blessing to the male which by nature is less vital in this area. At this time may we ask for one more full query. Question 87.28 Questioner, why is the male and the female nature different? Answer, I am Ra. When the veiling process was accomplished, to the male polarity was attracted the matrix of the mind and to the female, the potentiator of the mind, to the male the potentiator of the body, to the female the matrix of the body. May we ask if there are any brief queries before we close this working? Question 87.29 Questioner, is there anything that we can do to make the instrument more comfortable or to improve the contact? Answer, I am Ra. We shall find the suggested readjustment of the sensor helpful. The alignments are good. You have been conscientious, my friends. We leave you now in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, rejoicing merrily in the power and in the ineffable peace of the one infinite creator. 
Okay, for those of you listening on the MP3 podcast, this will go ahead and go on to session 88. So this that was session 87, May 12th, 1982. The next video should go ahead and prompt here for those of you watching on the MP4 broadcast. This is session 88, May 29th, 1982. I am Ra. I greet you in the love and in the light of the one infinite creator. We communicate now. Question 88.1. Questioner. Could you first please give me the condition of the instrument? Answer, I am Ra. The physical complex energy deficit is considerable at this space-time. There has been also a significant loss of the vital energies. However, these energies are still well within the distortion you may call strength. Question 88.2 Questioner, of all of the things that you have mentioned before for replenishing these energies, at this particular space-time, which would be most appropriate for the replenishing of both of these energies. Answer, I am Ra. As you know, there are many factors which contribute to the aiding of the strength distortions and the amelioration of distortions towards weakness in this instrument. We suggest to each that those many things which have been learned be conscientiously applied. We would single out one physical distortion for discussion. The fourth density negative minions which visit your group at this time are energizing a somewhat severe complex of imbalances in the manual appendages of this instrument and, to a lesser extent, those distortions of the thoracic region. We suggest care be taken to refrain from any unnecessary use of these appendages. As this instrument will not appreciate this suggestion we suggest the appropriate discussion. Question 88.3 Questioner I assume from this that our fifth density negative companion is still on R and R is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. Your fifth density companion is not accompanying you at this time. However, it is not resting. The fifth density companion that they're referring to here, if you haven't, if you're just now discovering the law of one, uh, is is a, an assassin that is in the fifth fifth dimension, the fifth density that is occupying the same space that Carla is occupying in this third dimension. And he's trying to kill her, try and find some, anything that he can use to, um, to uh, enhance and, and make it kill her, make her die from it. Whether he can give her a heart attack or make her organs fail or whatever. And th this, this entity has been trying to kill her from the entire time to disrupt since they started and continues almost every single channeling session from 1981 to 1984. Eventually, the toll that it took on Carla's body did take her life, and I believe it was in 2017 or 2018 when she passed. Um, but, I mean, she was a lot older, but, you know, she last time I saw her, she were actually wheeled her in, a, in a, on her bed, and she was still talking about, what you know, channeling other people. They were never able to channel raw Again, after Don committed suicide in, in uh, 1984, he had colon cancer, okay? And um, he wouldn't go and have anything done to help him. And she was married to Don, the questioner, and they, she called the sheriff and said, can we force him? So when the sheriff came to get him for his own good and take him to the hospital, he held himself at gunpoint uh, for like a whole day and then walked out on the back porch the next day and blew his brains out. So they were never able to channel raw again. She went on continuing on to do channeling uh, for the rest of her life with the LL Research Group. And they're still around to today. Um, and I don't know what work they do. I've only seen two people, and I don't know if they do any channeling or, or what they do. I haven't spoken to them. 
Um, however, uh, on this particular occasion, uh, he's not there. Right, it is not there. So I wanted to point out what that was for those of you, just in case you just currently found this and you're like, what are they talking about with my fifth density companion? Your fifth density companion. That's the way we refer to them. They always refer them as our fifth density companion. Okay, let's continue. Question 88.4. Questioner, is the sensor that we have provided all right? It does go out prior to the end of the session. Would it be better if it did not go out prior to the end of the session? Answer, I am Ra. The new configuration of the sensor is quite helpful to the more subtle patterns of energy surrounding these workings. It would be helpful to have a continuously burning amount of sense. However, the difficulty is in providing this without overpowering this enclosure with the amount of effluvium and physical product of combustion. Having to choose betwixt allowing the sensor to finish its burning and having an overabundance of the smoke, we would suggest the former as being more helpful. Question 88.5 Questioner, the... For those of you on the MP3 file, well, you couldn't see. There was incense is what they're talking about. Right, they have an altar set up. You can see these photos if you go either to their site or you go to my page and look at my photos on Orion Rising. You'll see the photos of the altar, which is right behind her head, and uh, her Carla laying in the bed um, with all of the stuff hooked up to her and the microphones and, and tape recorder sitting on her chest. And you, so you can see all of the, the people in the, all three of the people that were doing this, the scribe, the questioner, and her as the channeler. So anyway, I'll continue the instrument has mentioned what she refers to as bleed through or being aware, during these sessions sometimes, of the communication. Would you comment on this? Answer, I am Ra. We have the mind, body, spirit complex of the instrument with us. As this entity begins to awaken from the metaphorical crib of experiencing light and activity in our density it is beginning to be aware of the movement of thought. It does not grasp these thoughts any more than your third density infant may grasp the first words it perceives. The experience should be expected to continue and is an appropriate outgrowth of the nature of these workings and of the method by which this instrument has made itself available to our words. Question 88.6 Questioner, the instrument mentioned a recurrence of the need to go to the bathroom prior to the session. Is this because of the low vital energy? Answer, I am Ra. It is part of the cause of the lowered vital energy level. This entity has been sustaining a level of the distortion you call pain which few among your peoples experience without significant training of the energies. Indeed, the stability of the entity is notable. However, the entity has thusly become drained and further has felt other distortions such as those for a variety of experiences accentuated, for this is one means of balancing the inward-looking experience of the physical pain. Due to concern for this entity such activities have been discouraged. This has further drained the entity. The will to be of service to the Creator through the means of offering itself as instrument in these working. Therefore, was given an opportunity for the testing of resolve. This enter to use some vital energy to fuel and replenish the will. No physical energy has been used by the instrument, but the vital energies were tapped so that this entity might have the opportunity to once again consciously choose to serve the one infinite creator. Question 88.7 Questioner, is the small crystal that the instrument uses upon her during the session of any benefit or detriment? Answer, I am Ra. This crystal is beneficial as long as he who has charged it is functioning in a positively oriented manner. 
Question 88.8. .8. Questioner, who charged the crystal? Answer, I am Ra. This crystal was charged for use by this instrument by the one known as Neil. Question 88.9. Questioner, it would be an abridgment of the first distortion for you to tell us if he is still functioning in a positive manner, would it not? Answer, I am Ra. We perceive you have replied to your own query. Question 88.10. Questioner, our publisher request pictures for the book, The Law of One, that is going to press at this time. Would you comment on the advisability, the benefit, or detriment, magical or otherwise, of us using pictures of this particular setup, the instrument, and the appurtenances in the book? Answer, I am Ra. The practical advisability of such a project is completely a product of your discrimination. There are magical considerations. Firstly, if pictures be taken of a working the visual image must needs be that which is, that is, it is well for you to photograph only an actual working and no sham nor substitution of any material. There shall be no distortions which this group can avoid any more than we would wish distortions in our words. Secondly, it is inadvisable to photograph the instrument or any portion of the working room while the instrument is in trance. This is a narrow band contact and we wish to keep electrical and electromagnetic energies constant when their presence is necessary and not present at all otherwise. Question 88.11 Questioner, from what you, I'm sorry. Go ahead. If you meant to continue, continue. If not, I'll ask a question. Answer, I am Ra. We wish to state, thirdly, that once the instrumental is aware that the picture taking will be performed, that during the entire picture taking, whether before or after the working, the instrument be required to continuously respond to speech, thus assuring that no trance is imminent. Question 88.12 They left that word in where in the beginning there where he said you can see it on your screen if you're in the MP4. Uh, crowd, but if you're in the MP3, you can't see it. Uh, so I'll, I'll reread the, the I am Ra. We wish to state, thirdly, that once the instrumental, they put question marks in uh, brackets, is aware of the picture taking, will be performed, that during the entire picture taking, whether before or after the working, the instrument be required to continuously respond to speech, thus assuring that no trance is uh, imminent. I, I believe that that word was just a misspoken instrumental when when raw they were trying to say instrument. If you just see that as them referring to Carla as they did in the in the following sentence, uh, then it makes sense. So uh, they you know, but I don't know why they were. I guess they just questioned that because they weren't sure because the word came out as instrumental. So instead of interpreting that, they put a question mark and left that open for your interpretation. But it makes sense grammatically that it, that the word was just a, a, a typo in, you know, in Raw's language coming into and out of Carla's mouth, that it would be just instrument, not instrumental. Do you understand? So but I'm, I could be wrong. I just want to point that out. I like to point out deviations or anything like that in, in the, uh, you know, when they do it in the book or whatever it's supposed to um, when they recorded it. So they, they left that in to show you that they weren't sure and uh, they, you know, left it for your, for us to decide, I guess. Questioner, from what you have told me, then, I have planned the following, we will, after the session is complete and the instrument has been awakened, and before moving the instrument, have the instrument continually talk to us while I take pictures. 
In addition to this I will take some other pictures as requested by the publisher. Is this the optimal filling of this requirement? Answer, I am Ra. Yes. We ask that any photographs tell the truth, that they be dated and shine with a clarity so that there is no shadow of any but genuine expression which may be offered to those which seek truth. We come as humble messengers of the law of one, desiring to decrease distortions. We ask that you, who have been our friends, work with any considerations such as above discussed, not with the thought of quickly removing an unimportant detail, but as in all ways, regard such as another opportunity to, as the adept must, be yourselves and offer that which is in and with you without pretense of any kind. Question 88.13 Questioner, thank you. I would like to ask you as to the initial production of the Terot, where this concept was first formed and where the Terot was first recorded. Answer, I am Ra. So this is the, the Tarot, they're talking about the Tarot, depends on how you say it. <clears throat> this is where it gets a little uh, monotonous if you're not into the Tarot, because he's now going to go through the motions of having Ra explain the Tarot, and then, because Ra says they created the first Tarot cards for learning purposes as well as the purpose that we use them for now, uh, in that there's many other purposes that could be used. Uh, they could be used for. It's all esoteric again. It means you know that you, if you have the knowledge or the or the the eyes to see it, you can uh, unravel those secrets that are in that. I say just about everything in the universe is the same exact way. Any book that's written, uh, you know, you have the Bible code that's, uh, that they find the skip trace skip. Uh, letters tr uh, counting where they find all kinds of information and uh, somebody uh, who was who trying to rebut that uh, saying that uh, well I could find stuff in any book I, I used Moby Dick and I found the same stuff and I and I say yeah you probably could I'll bet you that the I'll bet you that the the God code like that is in every single thing ever written the reason that I say that is because many people um, many people around the world say that they get their information from somewhere else when you asked Nikola Tesla which you know he's gone obviously but when they did ask him he said he had help from and he pointed above he never he never stipulated whether he was talking about God or aliens right uh, but even von Braun when asked just prior to his leaving uh, NASA he said we had help from and then he said he pointed towards the file cabinet right and in the file cabinet obviously was uh, information that was not from this earth because they actually asked him you know, do you mean like aliens? And he was like, mm-hmm, right? So, you know, so the, the, that's why people say, where's the proof? I'm like, it, there's, there's confessions. People have said it outright, okay? And I know, and I've said this many times, I channel, I've written three books. I've written more, but I've only published three. And when I do, I actually channel the information. I see it in my head. It's a movie playing out in my head. I think of the concept, this is what I want to do. And then it just manifests in there, and then I literally just type out what I'm seeing. I do the same thing with, I've made many videos, uh, you know, with uh, to music. I have a, a channel that I have a, a bunch of them up on, and then I've made a whole bunch for ancient aliens worldwide for different, uh, um, you know, plateaus that they would reach for different things they would reach for the, the amount of um, um, members. And I haven't done it for a while because I've been really busy with the, all the, you know, world cabal and the politics and stuff that's going on. Uh, around this election and elections around the world right now. So because I've been caught up in that and with the cartels and the and the and caught up with all of the you know with all of the uh, um, people that are working on that and the the different uh, groups, 
that are working uh, with and for, uh, you know, to try and, and free everybody. I've been busy and I haven't done that. But Ancient Aliens Worldwide, which I created back in, in 2012, uh, has over 270, probably 280. It was 277,000 last I looked, and it was just a few days ago. So they're probably pushing 280,000 members in that group. It's the largest um, UFO hunting group, on, uh, especially on Facebook, uh, on the world, in the, around the world. So... I've made a bunch of videos there, and those videos did the same thing. I would go online, or most of the time I went to our archives at Ancient Aliens, uh, the, the uh, worldwide, the group. You can look at our photos that we have, and we have thousands and thousands. In fact, our, our, our uh, photos are uh, completely uh, filled, and I think that um, Facebook boots off some of the older ones because uh, I've gone back to look for photos, and they were not there. You know, So I don't know if it was somebody who got deleted and their photos get deleted. I'm not sure how that works. But um, I, I would go there and I would pick up a bunch of photos, uh, you know, that I thought were really, these are, you know, really good photos that show uh, different things or show proof or whatever, whatever the theme was. Then I would go and I'd put those together and I would look for a song uh, that fit that. And then I would put that together. And when I, when I shuffled, when I put the photos together, I would label them a certain number. But then when I would put them into the, uh, um, into the, into the, um, my operating system, it would shuffle some of the photos sometimes. And I was like, well, I don't know if the, about that. I don't know that I like that. So I got a different operating system so that didn't work. But I noticed that when I let them do that and I play this song, that they would actually work with the song, like as if I designed the song around the photos. And I, I noticed that. And, it, and so I, again, was getting all of this stuff together and realized that that was that the universe already knew that I was going to put that together and was actually giving me some, uh, you know, giving me a hand because I could not have planned for that stuff to work the way it did. And it reshuffled the photos in a, in a manner that actually had them photos come up at a, at a certain spot in the song that actually resonated properly. Uh, and so that's really bizarre. I did that as well. I'm going to republish the one that I did that was about COVID and I used all the gifts from the internet. And then I sampled songs that were written about uh, COVID uh, and I put them all together and uh, it's, it's really funny and crazy. Uh, well, when I made it, it was still early on. It was back in uh, March or April or May of, of 2020. So people were still kind of annoyed and scared. I think people enjoy it better now because they kind of see that we're on the downside of it. Uh, you know, when you consider there hasn't been uh, many deaths, if, if any at all, since the vaccine come out. Um, you know, so that that number is going down, but they don't report that number anymore. They just they just tell you the total of of current deaths for the whole year. And and if you do the math on that, you'll find out that it's only one percent. You have a one percent chance worldwide. And every state, every county that you do the math on, you'll find even L.A., which is supposed to be the most blown up in New York, the most blown up, uh, uh, you know, uh, place where more people die than anybody else. It's still a one percent. It's still only at one percent. OK, so and, and then. You only have that 1% to worry about if you fit into a certain category, and that's the truth. That's the fact. You can look it up. The CDC is telling you this. John Hopkins University is telling you this, right? Even though they kept overinflating the, the numbers, it's still only 1%. So it hasn't changed. Uh, you know, only in the very beginning when, when, you know, and it's getting less, truthfully. It's getting less because the more people they test, the more people that you have that are, you know, they're not telling you how many people are testing negative, they don't tell you that. They only tell you the positive ones. Why is that? Well, because they assume those people are going to get it eventually. <clears throat> and they tell you that even if you have it, you should get tested three day, three times a week, three or four times a week. They just want you to get tested all, all the time, all day, every day. Get a test, get a test, get a test, get a test. People get paid when you do that. Anyway, I don't want to get into that because that's politics, right? 
<clears throat> right? So, all right, let's continue here because uh, we only got a few more minutes uh, because I got to get off here. I have something to do at 5 p.m. my time, and I don't want to miss out on that. So I got about seven minutes. So actually, I think what I'll do is I'll stop here. That's what I'm going to do. I'll stop here and then uh, just jabber on for a few minutes here while uh, while we come up to that so I can put put me back on the screen here, my ugly mug for you guys to look at. I don't have my glasses on. But it's okay. I don't need them because I'm not reading anything. Okay, so... This is going to be a little bit shorter than, you know, normally I try to shoot for one hour. This time I'm going to actually stick to the one hour, right? We're at 47, 48 minutes in. Uh, so with the law of one, if you're new to this, and even if you're not, it is a lot like the law of attraction, but everything is just that, like I was talking about before. Everything is harmonics. Everything is a resonance, and it all has to do with our energy interacting with each other's energy and interacting with nature's energy right and and we can we can then make things happen we're starting to wake up to that that's one of the reasons why i called my show orion rising because um first of all i'm my the soul that occupies this avatar is not from here um i'm from someplace else but i was born here so i am indigenous to this and bound by the laws here okay but i didn't come from here i came from someplace else but then I came to here to do what I'm doing and to help people. There's many, there's billions of us here on this planet now. And you go, what? No. Okay, so in 1981, when they started doing this channeling, the the population of this planet at the time was, was about 2 billion or 2.4 billion people. Between 1981 and 2021, we've grown to just under 9 billion people on the face of this earth. That is the largest jump. Before that, we averaged... Somewhere between 500 to 750,000 upwards to a billion and a half for just about the entire known history. And you can postulate from looking. I think I saw, talked about this uh, last time. If you look at the, the uh, civilizations in, in antiquity, uh, you know, or you know, as far back as history and prehistory, uh, you can, you know, they, they know how many people about lived in an area because of when you find their cities, you can see their agriculture and uh, people don't over agriculture anything. Right. Unless they're going to try and sell stuff to other peoples. So if that's the case, you'll find neighboring places where they don't grow crops because they're buying them from the other people or they grow different things and they're cross selling like we do around the world. Right. So some people grow different things, in different places and sell it to other people and it becomes valuable or whatever. That's the, how the whole world works. And it has worked forever. So you can look back in time and say that's how, that same thing is going to be going on. Right. So you can look at a city and look at the size of the city and look at about uh, you could get an idea of how many people lived in that city in any given time period in history. As long as you find the rubble of the city, if not, you don't know the people lived in that region. Right. But when they do find that stuff, they can figure that out. So we know how many people lived approximately on average, but now we have almost 9 billion people on the planet. Not that many people have lived on this planet at the same time ever before. Okay? So we have billions and billions and billions of extra souls on this planet that weren't here before. Why? It's a good question, right? So, um, the, but, uh, you know, if you listen to the Law of One, if you go back to the beginning and listen to it or read the books, um, which is what the computer's doing that I play for you. The computer's reading the, one of the books. The book was put into the electronically into the computer, and the computer is reading the words, copy and pasted. You know what I mean, or scanned. So, if you listen to what Raw says, okay, they they claim just the, exactly that. The the theory is this: that the powers that should not be 
in this case, because some cases it's different, but in this case, on our planet, the powers that should not be figured out how to control the the narrative, control the matrix, right? Control the logos. The logos is the creation. Then they then they changed that to what they wanted, and what they wanted was total power and total control. And what they did was they didn't make it possible for anybody to graduate and go to wherever, heaven or wherever, Elysium, whatever you want to call it, paradise. Everybody recycled over and over and over. When you died, you had to come back. You couldn't leave because you didn't get to finish those things you needed to finish to make it out of here. And they made that uh, abundantly clear that nobody could do that by changing the, the laws. They changed the rules. They changed the laws. And they, they made up lies. Talked about this on the show that I was just on uh, the other, uh, last week, a few days ago, a couple of days ago. I was on uh, Watchers Talk, and then prior to that, I was on Orion Rising, but I was doing more news. Okay, but I talked about that on, on both. That uh, and so, if you go and watch Watchers Talk's uh, show from, um, I think it was Wednesday, just two days ago. Yeah, Wednesday. Um, yeah, because I went on Tuesday and then Wednesday. Yeah, so Wednesday. You'll see that I talked about it there with Neil Gore, the uh, creator and owner of, um, of Portal to Ascension, and um, Omar, Omar, I think his last name, how he says it is Fazy, Fazi, Fazi. He is the creator and owner of Watchers Talk. And um, we, we have all, you know, we all, uh, Omar and I have uh, our shows and, and all of our stuff, including Neil's, all of our stuff is about meditation, about uh, alien awareness, about uh, disclosure, about uh, ascension. And the theory is that they, the people here have been stuck. How long? I don't have that memory. I haven't ascended enough to where I have that memory of how long. Okay, so the people here were stuck long enough for their immortal souls to cry out to the universe, to their higher selves, we need help, we're stuck. That happens in different places. Go back and listen to, uh, we're all talking about it. It would take me just about as much time, and I'm trying to get off here. Okay, so um, what is this? Oh, okay. So I'm, I had a, a, a pop-up, and I'm like, what is this? It was telling me that my computer wants to restart. So I am going to have to get off here pretty soon, or it's going to restart on me <laughs> right while we're talking. All right, so so anyways, they were stuck, and a lot of people have come through and come down here to help uh, change the narrative here by a positive way and teaching people to be positive and just being positive and being here uh, to tip the scales back so that the people will wake up enough to where they can also help themselves, and then we can stop the powers that should not be from doing what they do and holding the entire race on this planet hostage for thousands and thousands of years, and that's what we're doing. Okay, and we, we're playing the long game. We've been working at it for a long time, and it's working. And they're in their death rolls now. They're about ready to just, um, the, the seminal point is almost going to be hit. Once that's reached, then the snowball goes down the mountain and starts picking up speed. That's what's about to happen on this planet, and they can't stop it. They're trying with all their hearts to kill us all off as much as they can. And uh, now they're trying to, si to silence us because they can't kill us. So they're trying to literally delete us off the Internet and keep us away from you people uh, so that you can't hear our information. That's the truth of it, okay? All right, so have a good night. I wasn't going to really get into politics, but I did. I'm sorry, Chase. I put this on your show, on your uh, site, and if you look at it, don't get mad at me. I didn't remember. Uh, I forgot that I put it on your site. He specifically doesn't want any politics on there, and I just kind of got into it. So I apologize, Chase, uh, and hi, by the way. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Namaste. Thank you for being here. Share this out. Have a great night. Uh, every Friday night, four, uh, 4 o'clock. I was going at 5. I decided to start going at 4 p.m. West Coast America time. The podcast will be um, broadcast worldwide. The MP3 podcast will be broadcast worldwide um, shortly after tonight. I'll put it on, up in a little while, hour or two. Uh, I'll get that out for the world for the MP3 file. The MP4 file will go on my YouTube page, which is Orion Rising. Also on my Facebook page, which is Orion Rising. Um, so you can see the MP4 file there, uh, or you can catch me live on Facebook, uh, which I might be transitioning away from. They delete me on here. I am on Rumble, and I'm on BitChute. Uh, so I, I'm, I will be posting them there as well. So if you guys want to see them you, and you don't like YouTube and you don't like and you are hearing this on the MP3 file, but you want to watch the MP4 file, then you can go to BitChute or you can go to Rumble and look me up on there. I'm also on Gab. Um, I'm on Twitter, but I, I, I put the show up there. But um, I'm sure I'm going to get deleted off of Twitter, Facebook, Google, um, you know, and, uh, uh, MySpace or, or uh, YouTube and all of that that the big uh, tech companies own. So I'll be on Rumble and Reddit and the other ones until they uh, um, try to mash those guys and kill them too. But we'll just keep fighting. I'll send it to you in email. I record everything onto my hard drive. So unless the federal government comes in here and takes my hard drives, I still have them, but it's also uploaded in the cloud. So they'd have to delete it there too. And if they do that, I'll just start over in a different genre. We'll figure it out. Pirate radio. We're starting up our own websites and they can't kill us off from there. Right. Um, so uh, share this out, share this out, share this out. And uh, every Friday I do the Love One. Every Tuesday I do uh, Orion Rising News, unless there's something breaking and I have breaking news. So I am going to probably go live tomorrow, which will be Saturday. For those of you on the other side of the planet, it will be Sunday or, to, or Saturday night for you. Sunday morning or Saturday night, I'll be going live, but it'll also be here for you guys to watch in the meantime and listen to on all my podcasts. Thank you. Have a great night.